How is it going, everybody? This is Sean Barnes. I want to welcome you back to the Way of the Wolf. We just had our 100th episode published last week. It was a huge milestone. Had Scott Wells and Chris Tarver on. It was the longest episode we've ever recorded. We talked a lot about health and fitness and wellness and friendships and business. It's a great episode. Highly encourage you to check it out if you haven't had a chance to do so already. This morning I woke up and realized it has been almost two years since I launched the show. And the primary focus of The Way of the Wolf is leadership, entrepreneurship, and becoming the best version of ourselves. We've talked a lot about fitness and wellness And I realized that I don't think I've really covered the importance of sleep and how to get good quality sleep. This is something that I have struggled with in my life. I have a tendency to overanalyze everything and just cannot shut my brain down. So it's something that I've struggled with over the years. In recent years, I've started to do a little bit more reading, a little bit more research to try to better understand how to get more restful sleep, how to get to sleep, and how to stay asleep longer. And so I decided I'm going to go ahead and use this episode to share some of the lessons that I have learned around how to get better sleep. The first thing that I want to talk about is the environment that you sleep in. It's important that you remove all or as much light as possible from the room that you sleep in. Get some blackout curtains. Make sure that you you turn off all your lights at night, but have complete black or darkness, if at all possible. And one of the things I've even done in recent years is is removed an actual alarm clock or any sort of clock to tell me what time it is in the middle of the night because even that small amount of light can be disruptive. You also want to try to keep the room as quiet as possible. This one may be a little bit more challenging to accomplish, but if you need to close your bedroom door or if you live in a city That's going to be really tough. Maybe you can get some sound insulated windows or something like that to help out. That one is going to be a little bit more challenging, but try to keep the room as quiet as possible. I will say that one thing that I've also found is I will actually play waves crashing in the background. There's a a Spotify track that I play just on repeat, and it's just waves crashing I'm not sure what it is about that specifically. Maybe it was just how peaceful it is whenever I find myself at the beach somewhere. But having that playing in the background seems to be kind of soothing and and helps me out quite a bit. Also, make sure that you're not skimping on your mattress or pillows. Mattresses can be expensive. There's actually been a proliferation of mattress companies in recent years. These bed-in-a-box 
companies. I'm sure you've heard of them, Casper and, and Ghost and Purple Mattress, and the list goes on and on. A lot of those mattresses, they're made out of foam or latex materials. And a lot of them actually have 90-day trials. Some of these companies even have a one-year trial. So instead of going to some storefront and paying three, four, five thousand dollars on a spring mattress that's going to end up wearing out on you within a year or two. And trust me, I've experienced that. It's very frustrating when you pay for a warranty and then they don't warranty it. Try out some of those different online mattress companies. You might be pleasantly surprised for, for the value that you get from them. And then lastly, I want you to remove all electronics. I realize that it's very easy to have your cell phone by your bed, scrolling on social media, or reading articles, or whatever you use it for at night. But the problem is your mind is still engaged. Also, the other issue with having mobile devices in the bedroom is that they emit blue light which suppresses our body's ability to to promote uh, promote melatonin which is a requirement for sleep and I guess not a requirement but we need melatonin to help us sleep better so getting rid of that blue light those mobile devices from the bedroom very very important that you try to do that as much as possible I'm going to switch over to some actionable items now. And one thing that I've found to be very helpful is to have a set sleep schedule. A lot of times we have a set schedule throughout the week. So Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday, we go to bed at a certain time. Then we wake up, we get ready for work. And then the weekend rolls around and maybe we stay out late. Maybe we don't get to bed at the 9.30, 10 o'clock that we normally do on a weeknight because we're out and about doing things on the weekend. So you're, you're disrupting your sleep patterns. You're not getting full quality restful sleep on the weekends. And then by the time Monday rolls around, you're just completely exhausted. So you never really get to catch up on sleep. It can be challenging if you're out with friends, doing things fun, to be that old fuddy-duddy that comes back and says, hey, it's 9.30, it's 10 o'clock, I'm going to bounce. Got to go home, get some sleep. Because inevitably, all your friends go, no, have another drink. No, let's go have fun. Let's go do this. No, sleep is more important. Trust me when I say it's far more important for you to get that restful sleep than it is for you to stay out networking and, and having a good time with friends. Try to avoid naps if at all possible especially later in the evening or afternoon. If it's after three o'clock and you're tired, just power through. Try to do something, maybe go for a walk that might help energize you, but do something that's gonna prevent you from taking that nap late in the afternoon because all that's gonna do is kind of disrupt your sleep patterns later in the evening and make it more challenging for you to get to sleep. Stop hitting the snooze button. <laughs> I know some people, they'll hit the snooze button and they almost brag about it. Yeah, I'll hit the snooze button for an hour. Why? 
Oh my God, all you're doing is is promoting horrible sleep patterns. You're not getting any sort of meaningful sleep for that last 30 minutes or last hour right before waking up. So how about you do this? Set the alarm for the time that you actually need to wake up and wake up at that time. I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be challenging, but trust me when I say it will be worth it. I've also found that reading a book before bed seems to be helpful for me. Now, it can't be any sort of a book that's highly engaging and entertaining, but if there's a book that's kind of talking through a story that is somewhat engaging, somewhat entertaining, but also helps you just kind of mentally unplug from the day, that was very helpful for me. I recently read the book Endurance, which is talking about a a charter ship that went to Antarctica. These guys ended up, the ship ended up sinking. A very long, drawn-out story. It was a good story, but that took me a while to get through because I would only end up reading two or three pages a night, and then I'd zonk out. So try to find something to read in the evening, not on your mobile device, not on your iPad, not on your Kindle, but read an actual book with paper pages. Having a notepad by your bed helps, especially if you have a tendency to let your mind run away from you in the evening. If you do wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot stop thinking about something, just roll over, write a quick note to yourself, and that will kind of offload it off of your mind, and then you can address it in the morning. Seems super simple, but it works. I know I talk a lot about exercise, but make sure that you are working out on some sort of regular basis. This creates exhaustion and will help you sleep better in the evenings. So we talk a lot about training and fitness and working out here on the channel. So definitely just go check that out and make sure that you're training hard. Make sure that you're exercising and working out. Epsom salt bath or hot bath or hot shower. Any of those things will work. I actually enjoy doing an Epsom salt bath at night. It helps with muscle recovery and soreness, and it helps me just calm down. And it actually raises your body temperature while you're in the bath, and then immediately after you get out, your body temperature starts to decrease, which helps helps you sleep better whenever you have a colder body temperature. Oh, that actually is a good point. On environment, try to keep the thermostat as cool as possible. If you think about humans and our history, hundreds of thousands or millions of years, it gets cool at night. Our bodies are used to the temperature dropping in the evening. They're used to not having light, not having sound, cooler temperatures, Try to mimic that as much as possible. Stretching and foam rolling, those things also help. And then try to avoid alcohol. I don't really drink that much anymore. Every now and then I'll, I'll have a drink or two. But whenever I do, I find that I don't sleep as well. Because that alcohol disrupts our sleeping patterns. And while you might think you're passing out, it's not good sleep. It's not meaningful or restful sleep. 
So those are actually quite a few thoughts and things that have worked well for me. I don't know if I really have to explain the benefits of quality sleep, but I mean, overall, you're going to feel better. Cognitive function is much higher when you've had a good restful night of sleep. You don't have to rely on caffeine as much as possible during the day. That's something that I struggled with early and well, probably my mid twenties, late twenties, I lived off of caffeine and it became this, this cycle of caffeine all day, not able to sleep all night, more caffeine all day because I was tired all the time. Start pulling back on that caffeine because it doesn't help. If you want to have a cup of coffee in the morning or something like that, great. That's fine. That'll help wake you up. But I've gotten to a point where after 10 or 11, I just don't have caffeine. Even if I'm tired, I do something to avoid taking in caffeine that late in the day. All right. A few things to a quick recap. The environment that you sleep in is very important. Make sure that you are taking actionable items in the right direction. Make sure you're listening to some of the things that I've shared with, or there's tons of information on YouTube, you're going to have to take action to be able to sleep better. And I know change is difficult, but it's worth it. Last thing I want to touch on quality of sleep is more important than quantity of sleep. All right, everybody, that is all I've got for you today. It's going to be a quick, short episode. It's just something that I woke up, thought about, thought it might be helpful for me to share some of these tips and tricks. That is all I've got. Y'all get some rest. <laughs>